nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Live Show. It is a wonderful Friday night here, and as always, this is the Nerd You Got Here to Close the Show, alongside my wonderful host, Brad Young Yoda. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another, another, another live show. Yep. Hope everyone is doing well. We hope that everyone's having a good day and enjoying their Friday, as we're going to, you know, talk about Andor episode six and seven today. But more on that at towards the end of the show. Uh, Brad, what's up? How are you doing, man? Doing well, doing well, Roll. Rocking the you? rocking the Death Triangle. The, AEW, the Death Triangle. Death Triangle so, shirt. Yep. So, proud of that shirt. Ordered another shirt today. So rest in peace, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. A bad guy. I actually yep. ordered two shirts today. So what, I want to get in on this story. So there's been this Bray Wyatt shirt that I've been wanting. Like, I saw this shirt. And I can only find it on eBay. And the only size... So I find extra large, my size. Yeah. Dude wants 154. Like... God damn! Like, ridiculous, right? And yeah. I'm like... I offered 50. Like, I knew it was over and beyond. <laughs> but I really wanted this shirt. I'm like, you know, 50's not a bad offer. He didn't accept it. Well, I'm like... Okay, well, fuck you. So there's a 3XL for 40 bucks. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy a frame and I'm going to stick it on my fucking wall. <laughs> so I bought the, the shirt and the frame for less than I would have paid for the other shirt. And I'm going to hang it on my damn wall because I'm, I'm just going to show this. I'm going to show this shirt because this shirt's dope. Um, let me find the share screen. You sure you yeah. couldn't have just like, you know, like put it in the in the dryer for like an extra amount of time so you could like shrink a bit. I mean a three XL and I'm getting down to kind of large. Yeah. So it's it like Brenda said she could like you know do some stuff to it, but like I don't want to ruin ruin the shirt. So I'm just gonna frame it, put it on the wall and then if an extra large pops up at some point, you know, for an actual you know doable price because I got a small on there for like fourteen bucks. And I'm like, no, not well, I was tiny. <laughs> uh, no, Kylie, it's not pre-recorded. No, uh, no, yeah. no, Kylie, actually. But but did yeah. you get our future Kylie message? <laughs> yeah, did you get a future Kylie message? Uh, it would be pre-recorded if I ended up going to the uh, screening of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon for free in 35 yeah, you millimeters. You should have done that instead of the one you went to yesterday. 
I'd rather I'd rather you talk about that before I get into any of that bullshit. So, um, uh, but yeah, uh, but uh, of course, Brad, uh, sounds cool. Glad that you ended up uh, sticking it to the man. You know, it's fucking ridiculous. Hundred and fifty, like, like I get it. Everybody gotta make their money. There's some some shirts worth that. I don't think like a Bray Wyatt shirt is necessarily one hundred and fifty dollars. You know, I get it. It's a cool shirt. But like if maybe if it was signed or like I don't know if McFoley bled on it or some fucking shit. I don't know. But it just seemed like 150 and I didn't seem bad like offering 50. But you know, that's that's the bricks though. So whoever buys that is gonna really want it. Yeah. It's not even that rare of a shirt. I mean, well, I mean like I can't find an XL though. That's my thing. Yeah. Like, like I wish I could find it in XL. Yeah, I think it's because, of course, like he's back. They're trying to do that, like trying to yeah. get his. And you know, I'm not, I'm not falling for that. So I just bought the forty dollars version. I'm just gonna hang out on my wall because, you know, fuck that shit. And it's cool enough where it'll look cool on the wall. Yeah, um, or on my door. I'm gonna see if it fits <laughs> on my door. Yep. Um, but what's it called? Not much going on over here either. Um, sat down to watch these two episodes of Andor. Um, but I um. I what's it called? Been trying to update the feed. <laughs> the last yeah, I saw that. Twitter kept sending me messages of like the nerd quiz have uploaded. I'm like, I did that show two weeks ago. I don't, I don't know what they're yeah, talking yeah. about. Well, actually, those were for some reason when I would try to embed the episode on WordPress, it wasn't letting me. It was giving me an error for like straight up a whole week, Brad. Huh. So uh, <laughs> that one isn't entirely my fault because those episodes have been up. Was it on the feed? It's just they weren't on the WordPress site, but I don't know what was going on with that. Um, Bray will get a new T-shirt. So, so, so I guess Kylie said and sell to you for ninety. I'm like, nah. No. no. Like I literally got this Death Triangle shirt for nineteen bucks, thirteen dollars on eBay plus six dollars shipping, and you know, you know, I should be able to do that more often. And I bought the Scott Hall shirt for twenty six dollars, including shipping from wwe so i'm sorry like i thought like 50s you know i thought 50 was good like that's a good offer like above and beyond and if you want above and beyond that i'll go buy the fucking triple xl for 40 and call it a day yeah use it as a use as my you know as a as a fucking uh bed covering (laughs) yeah of course, uh, we would like to remind you all some uh, remind you all our friends here and our wonderful listeners. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform, make sure that you leave a five star review and you help us out that way. And if you're watching this on YouTube, as it is currently streaming live on there and on Twitch, but if you're watching this on a replay on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our channel, leave a like on this video, and when you subscribe, you click that beautiful little bell icon icon. So you don't miss a single piece of uh, content that comes to the channel. This show is also sponsored by SeatGeek, and we'll have a little more about that in a couple of uh, in a bit. This one hundred fifty dollars Bray Wyatt shirt was worn by the guy who dressed up as Lenny Leroy Lizard, Leroy Lizard from when he came back on Extreme Rules. Remember? <laughs> this shirt was worn by Husky Harris. Hey, one star what? because you're number one. Stop, Kylie. I want five mm. stars because I'm mm. number five. Numero uno. Yeah, this is the only ch- time I would rather give be given. What's I, I'd rather be number five instead of number one. Because um, five is better than one. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Uh, but, the Olympics. Yep. Yeah. 
But Brad, um, yeah, not much going on else today. Just a bunch of uh, what's it called? Um, just been watching these episodes. I've been uh, let's go editing my um my video. I've been I've been really bad at my uploads on YouTube because uh, I work now and I get home so tired that I'm just like I don't want to sit down to record. But I gotta get better. I gotta stop being lazy. I gotta get to work on that shit. Gotta fucking do uh, it. Yep. You gotta I have mean, motivation. It ain't, it ain't you gotta gonna have, record itself. <laughs> gotta have the determination. Okay, Rock. Yeah. Okay, nah, actually, actually, I'm 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 going into my into my like uh, David Goggins phase. I'm going into my unstructured moment of uh, you know, you don't really want to do it, but you gotta do it because you're gonna feel unsatisfied and when you're just laying there on the couch going, you know, I'd feel a lot better if I like fucking did all this shit that I was supposed to do instead of letting it sit there. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, what's it called? Um, went ahead and just. I, I, I. What's it called? I'm editing right now. I'm almost done. I just need to put the music over it, so it's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be good now, and that'll premiere tomorrow in the afternoon. But yes. next week, hopefully, everything will be back to normal scheduled uh, programming. And uh, yeah, but um, yeah, man, it's just pretty much it, dude. That's pretty much it. It's just how much going around these days. Um. What's it called? I did. I did. Yes, I did have the chance to go watch Black Adam yesterday. Um, you all are probably thinking, like, bro, what would you think about it? Um, I don't. I didn't. I didn't want to put up a reaction on Twitter. I honestly really didn't. I like it, it. It took everything in me to be able to sit down on that toilet when I got out to write a little mini review on Letterbox, and that's as much as I could give energy to this movie. Uh, so now I think I am ready to just talk about this movie here because chances are we are not going to talk about this movie. Um, when it, if when, until I, uh, it, I got I gotta say something. This man needs to stop the other men in our whole podcasting network from planning fucking shows during the times we record. Plan it <laughs> after or way before, Luis. I'm just saying because then he comes up and be like, "Can you do it earlier?" He's be like, "I work, bitch." But you lucky I came home early. And then when I'm like, I can do it this early, he's like, I can't do it that early. And then I'm like, well, fuck you, Raul. Sorry, Brad. Let me just go into the control room and set up a camera in the audio hey, booth. do what you got to do. I'm giving you time frames. Like, you asking me. Like, this ain't because of me. I can do it on regular time. This ain't because of me. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. I'm not the one asking to move times. You are. Well, look. Um, so... I have to go see this movie. Um, as we've been told, I, I, I mean, this has been... me off more as you wanted to change times for this fucking stupid movie. <laughs> it has been years in the making. I mean, The Rock literally was casted in this film when I was in fucking high school. What's it called? This I was a freshman in high school. I'm that pretty sure. Ago? Yeah. Or when did Shazam come out? It was like right after Shazam came out, right? No, dude. This has been in the works for ages, Brad. Yes. It was before Shazam? Yup. Jeez. Tuesday, Jack Frost 2. Yes, on Tuesday we're doing Jack Frost 2 because Brad no longer has to watch another two-hour, uh, three, it's almost three-hour film. Thank uh, Although that was a good yeah. movie. That was a really yeah. good movie. <laughs> That's the sequel to prequel to Black Panther. No, I wish it was. Rhombus of Depression was a great movie. Yeah. It'll be a movie I will have us watch eventually. I loved it. Oh, my God. Well, look. So I went to him and I watched, uh, what's it called? This has been years in the making. The Rock has been hyping the shit out of this movie. The Rock has been promoting the shit out of this movie. 
I don't know how many fucking times I've had to hear that the hierarchy of power is going to shift in the DC universe because of this movie. And I'm here to tell you that I have never seen a movie that has been so poorly edited that you think the movie is going to end four times oh, well. when it's being shown to you. Wow. Four times? They edited it so it looked like an end battle four times? Wow. This is one of the times I would like to bring up our wonderful catchphrase here. This movie had a fucking script? <laughs> oh, God! Oh, God! By God, Brad. That's my quote. I, wow, I could not. <laughs> Holy fuck. fuck this fuck movie had a script? Yeah, bro. What, what was it, year three? It might have been year three I said that. <laughs> that was our, re- our, our wonderful review of... Um, a fucking of a venom. That's what we ultimately. <laughs> this movie <laughs> was unbalanced. It was not cohesive. This movie decides to put characters in there who serve no purpose but being love interests, and then the the characters that are somewhat interesting bite the bullet. And honestly, I could have sworn. That this movie was an hour and 20 minutes long with the way that it was moving, like it was running like Usain Bolt. Oh my God, I could not wait for this movie to end. And yet it literally said, don't worry, man. I'm about to fucking run faster than the Flash and trying to fuck up the Speed Force, right? I'm going to rush the shit out of this. But while I am rushing this movie, I am also meandering and I am staying still for too damn long where it feels like, how many goddamn fights do we have in here? Do we have time to even give a shit about what's it called Black Adam's character and actually put some effort into the character development of this character? No, but we sure as hell will use expository recaps so we can, what's it called, go back into the flashbacks and learn a lot about this character. Well, what are we doing in the present time with this character? I... God damn, Brad, this movie was messy. It was messy. And I will tell you this, Brad, I was lucky I seen Moonfall because I'm sure that if it wasn't for the horrendous film that was for Moonfall, Black Adam would be there right now. Um, the, yeah, I, I so literally like... So this is not the savior of DC? No, God, no. And I and I'm and I'm telling you all, I understand you all that we're out there saying I am fatigued about superheroes. I am done with these superhero films. I promise you, that's not what's wrong with this movie. A better script, a better editor. I just a better every man. There is just this movie. I can't stand this fucking movie, man. I just want a Lobo show. That's all I. That's really a Lobo with Peacemaker making a cameo. That's all I really want. Dr. Fate is the best part of this movie, and yet he doesn't freaking matter. He doesn't matter at all, right? We couldn't even, we couldn't even, what's it called, get anything of him, like, big importance. Like, I get where we, we needed Dr. Fate in there for, and yet Dr. Fate does nothing of big importance in this movie. Oh, my God, Brad. I'm, I'm done. I, like I said, I don't want to give this more energy than I need to. Here it is. These are my spoiler-free thoughts I can give you. I'm just, I'm, I was, I'm, I'm. 
I just wah, this, wah, movie was wah, this movie was this movie didn't do it. I can't wait for my god damn Brad. I hope Wakanda Forever is better than this. It cannot I, be worse than this. I don't it think cannot. it's gonna be worse. Actually, just from the trailers alone, the trailers are probably better than the movie. Yeah. Feels like the movie's ending already. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Did Black Eye at least have danger damaged? <laughs> oh god, no. Oh, Momoa would be great, Aiden. Momoa would have been great, Lobo. Yeah. Oh man. Aiden, you've been waiting for this since you were in eighth grade. And honestly, eighth grade Aiden probably would have liked this more than 22-year-old Aiden's about to like about to watch this, bro. But don't spend money on this. I promise you, wait until this is out on streaming or you I mean, what, what is this? So the um DC somebody got fired from DC or let go from DC recently. Walter Amato was not let go. He's he what's it called? He's he's gone. He's gone. He stepped down. Um step down. He stepped down. <laughs> Uh, he's no longer the president of DC Films. And honestly, I think it is because of the whole shift that's going on with WB Discovery and a lot of the pushback that's been going on because of the Justice League, what's it called, the investigation that went down with Ray Fisher and everybody. So mm. honestly, I think Armada said, I'm done dealing with this. You know, I'm out. So, I don't know, man. All I know is I have $150 yeah. in, like, in gift cards for my favorite movie theater and there has not been one goddamn movie i've been wanting to see <laughs> red go watch black Panther: wakanda forever do not do this to yourself red i promise you red when it comes out on streaming we will watch this and we will I give think, a review I think, I think the last movie i saw in theaters was batman yeah it was i think so yeah oh <sighs> I, I, you know, what's called the only things I liked about this movie um, was a supporting character uh, played by Moamer. He was really funny. I liked that guy. I liked the fact that what's called the, the cast is heavily people of color. And I love that. What's called you stay close to that uh, idea that the, this film is literally about an Egyptian God. So you got to have what's called the Middle Eastern people in there. So thankfully, that was that was cool. Um and also the visuals of the underworld is the only visual effects that are somewhat salvageable in this film because everything else looks like it's from the Injustice video game. Do you, do you think this then turns and then we turn onto Shazam, which is of the same world, of course? Do you think this brings an issue out with Shazam? Because of course they're going to want to do a Black Ad Black Adam versus Shazam at some point. I. I can tell you something that would spoil this movie for viewers, so I'm not going to say anything. But, Brad, I have a feeling that Black Adam and Shazam are not facing off with each other anytime soon. Okay. But, um, so yeah, What is the fucking point of bringing out Black Adam? Brad, I, like I'm telling you, I would, I would, what's it called? I, would, I will talk to you after here, okay. after this. I am guaranteed, Brad... Shazam and Black Adam are not facing off with each other until possibly like Shazam 3. Because Black Adam 2 is definitely not going to be Shazam versus Black Adam. So, That's um, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to hear Rock Music Kid in San Antonio, but he's going to need a. <laughs> yeah. You know. No shit. I don't know. I think this movie's about to make a crap ton of money. I mean, look, I need man, a I need... rock first. I need a rock versus Reigns. That's what I need. Yeah. Oh God, I'd rather have that. But I mean, what's it called? That, that's gonna be popping off. It's gonna be good, like a rock versus rains. Fantastic, Brad. Um, go out and watch it for sure yourselves. For what's it 
go out and watch it for yourselves if y'all want to. What's it called? Make your own opinion. This is my opinion. Um, what's it called? Well, everybody who worked on the film, what's it called? I, I hope y'all, what's it called? Um, you know, that's everybody who worked on the film. It is very hard to make movies, y'all. It's not an easy thing. Uh, but I am simply speaking on what I saw and uh, I'm giving my opinion based on what I saw. And no way am I saying that you know, people are terrible at their jobs and stuff. No, because it is damn hard to make movies. And well, anybody... maybe the editor. Here, the thing is, Brad. Sometimes the editor is getting. No, sometimes it's a... not the editor. Sometimes it's the director. So the, the director or the studio talking. that jumps in and mm-hmm. tells them, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I could yeah. probably the studio. We can blame the studio. Yeah. Studio, yeah. And yeah, so uh, that is the last time I will speak about Black Adam. Until we either do a commentary because Kylie wants to watch it or Brad watches it and we do our review when it comes out on streaming. Chances are that is probably not happening until 2023, December 2023. So um, I don't know when it'll happen, but when it does, it does. And um, yeah, I am done speaking about that. Uh, Brad, you watch anything as a blade that wasn't Triangle of Sadness or Rumbus of Depression? Uh, and or. <laughs> yeah, okay. You watch it. So I've been, so I watched Andor on the treadmill. I did really go on treadmill today, so I was very happy. Um, But I've been going back through and just watching episodes of Entourage, honestly. Just just because, because I haven't seen Entourage in years. So that's what I've been doing. Oh, I also watched Halloween Ends, Brad. Oh, another fucking sucky movie. Oh my God, how was that? Like, oh. Another another horrible one. Hmm. <laughs> you just you just having no luck today. At least at least Triangle of Sadness was really good. Like that yeah. was really good, and we're thankful we got a screener for that because you know otherwise it'd be some piss poor sh- movie showings right now. I am I'm, I'm so happy that <laughs> Triangle of Sadness, and I and I'm glad that you got to watch it. But like, oh my God, Halloween ends, bro. Um, I didn't think that it could be worse than kills. Halloween ends was worse. Was worse. You have an incredible uh, concept here that you can do, and yet the execution takes a big fat dump over it. But um, yep, sounds like a sounds like a Halloween movie, <laughs> like a typical Halloween movie. <laughs> just I, I don't get it, Brad. What's it called? What's like? The the original is the best, of course. Of course, the original is always the, single... in any in any so in any horror film, the original is always best because it's generally an original idea. It's an original concept, and then they dilute it with everyone after. And you have some good ones after. You have some good moments after. I mean, I bring up Jason X all the time because it has one good moment in the film. The rest of the film is shit, but that one good moment it makes me laugh every single time. And that's the thing you have to remember. The first saw, the saw was extraordinary. It was visionary. And then they diluted the hell of it, the hell out of it. You know, hostile, like hostile was gory and was gross to me. But, you know, Eli Roth had a concept of gory, goth, you know, it was something. That's just what horror is. Horror is you get the original concept, which everyone ends up loving. And then you get the sequels that come out after because, of course, why? Because they're cheap to make and they make a lot of money. And, and if they make it big money on the first one, they're going to make big money on the second. They're going to make probably not as much on the third and continue down the line. But they're still going to make more money 
than how much it costs to make them. Because let's face it, everybody still wants to see Michael Myers, even if it is a shit movie. Yeah. He's and Halloween. All I ask, Brad, I don't ask for much because I know that these sequels will never live up to the first one. No. All I ask is at least make Try. a competent film, have some badass kills in there, and that's it. Yet, that can be done, Brad. That can it be can done. be. It can be done. It's just you you have different ideas and different direction and you know they the problem is they never stick to that original idea of what made the good one good and usually it's pretty simple ideas of like like look at saw saw was a pretty simple of idea of i'm gonna lock people in a room and torture them yeah okay and see if they can get out of the room yeah and- simple idea and then it just got all convoluted on the way down final destination Final, there was the first final destination was something new. You had basically this karmic ghost killing people. Um, and then you get to final destination nine, and I don't even know. There's apparently a story behind it. The, not, not necessarily all <laughs> horror movies need a story behind it. Sometimes you just want to see the killer kill. It's like yeah. kaiju movies. I just want to see the big giant monster fucking wreck Tokyo. I don't need to have the people. The only thing I need the people there are to warn me that fucking Godzilla is over there. And that's all I need them in the movie for. For some reason, American-made Godzilla movies, they want the people to have a moment in there. It's like, get them off my screen. Brad, get them off my conf- screen. <laughs> Brad, to interrupt your rant here, can you confirm this, Brad? I mean, you know, Dorothy was looking good. I was a child, Brad. I was a child. (laughs) Judy Garland had going on. Brad's like, who can play this game, Eric? (laughs) Look, man. um, My cousin Tony put it the best. This is the Rise of Skywalker version of Halloween. They noticed that nobody liked kills. Or at least the majority of people didn't like kills. Decided, let's try to give them what they want, and it was not what we wanted. No, like Mike, like and Michael Myers is very easy. Like Michael Myers has this thing with his sister; he's always trying to kill her, and then he kills everyone who's ever had sex, just like every other, you know, original slasher movie monster film. Like, like Jason. Jason, same thing. You know, it it doesn't take a lot of thought behind them to make them good. I, I think people just, like, for some reason, they're like, we got to make a real, you know, good story behind this. You don't necessarily have to make a good story behind it. You have to make, like, a story that makes sense. Like, why is Michael Myers this way? Oh, because his sister's, like, he thinks his sister's, a, a, you know, a bitch or a slut or something. Or he, he has problem with promis- promiscuous women for some reason, like Jason did. Like, or Freddy just, you know, Freddy just being Freddy. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's basically, you you just need that and go from there. And if you just have Michael, like, the best thing of Michael Myers in probably the past few years has been the TikTok of the kid in Michael Myers gear falling off the hay bale and then, like, getting back up as Michael Myers the way he would. That's probably been the best thing. Or when 2018 came out and the little kid comes out with the full-on yeah. Michael Myers mask and a fucking 
what's it called? A, not, a, a plastic knife. And people are like, what the fuck is this kid doing? <laughs> I just watched a recent TikTok and it had Michael Myers playing the piano and another Michael Myers behind him dancing. That was pretty funny. Yep. Well, Brad, um, probably better than the movie you watched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, you know, that's kind of what this week constituted of. I watched those. I watched the Spiria. Spiria was, I mean, you already heard our review of Suspiria. I watched Arabian Nights for my YouTube channel, and you'll get to hear my thoughts tomorrow. So check that out. But um, yeah, man, uh, that's all I've watched, and um, I don't know, man. I'm hoping next week is better because this week was just. This week only had one movie I liked. And a movie I respected the hell out of, but I didn't like it. But at least one movie that I liked. But um Triangle of Sadness. Yeah. Yeah, well, I already had seen Triangle of Sadness. I haven't watched that one like weeks ah. ago. Remember? What's it called? Because I had to do my review. Um, but I would love to I want to go watch that in the theater. I, That'd I be not well, I don't know if I want to. I think I'm good. Then good for a while on that one. <laughs> But Brad, to be there in that moment with crowds of people, Brad, that happened. <laughs> no, I'd be worried. Like the the old lady next to me, like who ate like a whole bag of Twizzlers, would throw up on me. <laughs> okay, well, at least ten people in there, right? So we can be spaced. Yeah, out. Yeah, like spaced out, like like COVID style, yeah. like sixty feet from one another. <laughs> and I'm not talking like somebody on top of me spaced out. No, no, no. I'm talking about like if I'm in the middle, somebody's in the next row over there. Over, right I don't need projectile yeah. vomit like coming at me. Like, yeah. yeah. And everyone gets an individual popcorn, empty popcorn bucket, just in case. Yep. Like a, like one of the big large ones. <laughs> oh man, but um, yeah, man. Oh god, hope well, things will get better. We will watch better movies. It's just one week, and uh, yeah, you know, um, yeah, man. Fuck. Um, we got we still got a little bit of time here. I mean, let's go. Well, we can go into it because we do have two episodes to talk about. Indeed. Um, and I, I would like to say that this recent one will have us to do a pretty good discussion. Uh, have been very much enjoying Andor. I think it's been doing well, pretty well. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited to talk about it. So uh, without further ado, if you haven't watched this week's or last week's episode of uh, Andor, go ahead and get out of here if you care about spoilers. But if you don't care about spoilers or you've already seen the episodes, stay here. This is your one and only spoiler warning. And it is an effect. Actually... Hold on, forget about that. What's it called? <laughs> forget about that, Brad. This week's episode of the Nerdcore Live Show is sponsored to you, is sponsored by Sea Geek. If you like live music performances, professional wrestling, comedians. Comedians. You like to laugh, you like to sing, you like to dance, you like to not try this at home, but kind of put your friend in an arm lock in the crowd, then Sea Geek is the place for you. Because they make going to concerts easier by getting a good old discount there from your friends over here at the Nerdcore. So when you use the code the Nerdcore, the Nerdcore C O R P S, you get twenty dollars off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com. Once again, that is T H E N E R D C O R P S for twenty dollars off your first purchase on SeatGeek.com. WrestleMania. Bad Bunny's tour is still not done. Um, Chris Rock, I know Chris Rock's doing his comedy thing I mean, they right got now. the Christmas plays coming up if you want to see, like, the Nutcracker or some bullshit. Disney on ice. I don't know what the hell they do. do, do I don't but, know. Yeah. but see, you got it for you. 
That's right. You got you got Kevin Smith's Roadshow going on now for Clerks Three. Hit that yep. up. Yep. T H E N E R D C O R P S for twenty dollars off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com. Thank you, SeatGeek, for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdcore Live Show. So, Brad, uh, now we can go. All right. So, your spoiler warning is in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> so, let's get to this, Brad, because we missed last week and this week's reviews. And um, I would like to say that this show has genuinely picked up now. Um, I just got I just got to say one thing. What, Brad? Can we pretend that airplanes are shooting stars? <laughs> In the bright sky, man. Yeah. <laughs> Those visuals were nuts, Brad. They were Holy fucking dope. Like that, crap. like, like you know, Star Wars always comes with the visuals. I'm glad they did it for this this episode. Andor, although I gotta keep saying, like, like Disney, you gotta up, like, like in the in the night scenes. Can you just up it a little bit because it's fucking hard to see for some of us, like. Yeah. You add add a little, you know, a little light in there or something. I mean, they did it for Nope. <laughs> it's on Nickelback tickets. We won't judge. Maybe a little. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey, Nickelback's making a comeback. <laughs> Look at this photograph. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, Brad, last week was, oh, man. I mean, like I said, that the, the show's been a bit slow, but it's been good. Generally, I, I mean, think it's been I mean, good. it is the darkest show to come out oh, yeah. of Star Wars for sure, which God, makes even... sense because spoiler alert for uh, Rogue One, everyone fucking dies. <laughs> and yet, even if it's dark, Brad, like this week has shown us that there's like glimmers of hope in here, like which you, you know, know is how it should be for a rebellion. But what I love with these two episodes, so in in. The, the first episode out of these two, you have Andor. They complete yeah. their mission. It doesn't go as planned as they'd hoped. Andor yeah. gets his payment and he thinks he's done. He gets his payment and he wants to be done. And then at the this this last episode we got, I think it takes him because you know he's just chilling. He's just fucking island high hopping. He's sleeping with you know beautiful women. Uh, he's living the life. He's living the life as a career criminal who who fucking made it. Who made a fucking yep. big score, and you know he thinks he's made it, and he just basically ends up in jail, um, over something he didn't do, which I'm sure is going to be the cop, and not just in jail, in jail for six years, mm -hmm. um, because the Imperial don't give him a choice. That his he doesn't really have a trial. They're just like. Well, you're going to jail. Bye. And this, which is great. This just sets, this is what sets us in motion. It's not everything else he did for the rebellion. It's not that score that he did. But this, I'm sure, is is the fuse that lights the match of him being like, this isn't right. This isn't right for me. It's not right for anyone what the imperialists are doing. And I keep forgetting his name, but the, what's it called? The, 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 the what's it called? The, Officer, whatever he is, the one who was sent home with his mom. I, I like how we're slowly kind of building something with him with him there. And it's like, I think he's gonna come back and he's gonna have a big part into like what's going on here. Yeah. Because like what's it called? Every every episode we kind of get more and more into it, right? With uh, him and, and they wanted more. 
Yeah, they wouldn't keep focus, focusing on him if he wasn't going to be important in future episodes. And this character, we know, has a big chip on his shoulder. He yeah. lost his job because of Cassian. And my guess is he's going to be gunning for him in the future. In some form or fashion, he might be an Imperial officer, is my guess. And he'll be the yeah. one to lead the charge in finding him. Uh, I loved last week's episode. Re- like, just that, the whole heist felt high oh, stakes. And, and, I, I love the juxta- juxtaposition between, you know, what they're doing and then them going back and showing, like, the natives of that planet and doing the natives doing their thing. And it's just, I just loved how they went back and forth with that. And yeah. the overall episode, the last episode, was really well done. Yeah, and it, it, I, it felt it felt like the payoff I wanted. Yeah, for waiting because, like I said before, it did feel like they were edging us that whole time for like four episodes of like, all right, get to the fucking heist, <laughs> and then they got to it and it was really well done. And and I get why they kind of do it now. Like looking back, I'm like, well, you know, we kind of gotta build the fact that these people do not trust each other one bit. And like when it's gonna come down oh, to it, that's, this shit's that's not gonna shown go right. very well oh, at yeah. the end there because Cassian and the, the the main lady are basically the only ones left. Yeah, yeah, and um, I I I love the flashbacks to what's it called uh to you know um like especially his his friend who got hanged, mm-hmm. um, and when the uh the stormtroopers were walking through there and it's like. Oh, and, Just, then, and then this last one where his dad, his dad uh, goes out to stop, try and stop people from fighting the stormtroopers who just shown up into the city and he's shot down. Or at least that's what yeah. it's given. Yeah. And uh, I believe that was his mom who he was talking to at the end, right? Well, like, I don't think mom, mom kind of like adopted from, right? Well, she kind of just kidnapped a kid out there in the Amazon. and <laughs> It's like, I'm taking you with me. <laughs> Yeah. So adopt, if you want to call it adopt, we'll call it adopt. I'm. Uh, <laughs> that's just what it felt like to me. She's like, oh, a kid. Sweet. <laughs> what we can't these? just leave him. I mean, you you could with his, you know, family and everything. He's not. No. Okay. You're just going to take him. Take him. Okay. Well, I guess that's, that's how it's going to go. <laughs> White women. <laughs> All right. Call her Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Chill zone in the chat. Hey, Keon. Uh, but as always, I, I think that Diego Luna has been doing an incredible job with represent with uh with portraying this character again. And um, I like I keep saying, I love that this feels completely different from the Cassian that we know in Rogue One. Like I've been yeah. saying that since the first one. And um, well, because- I, I think you go so in this. It, it, let, let's let's admit we didn't get a lot of Cassian Andor in Rogue One. Not enough for my liking. We got like this little taste, and then we're like, well, that's all we're getting because um everyone in this movie dies. <laughs> so it's nice to go back and see, you know, what sets him off into even even being in this. How does he get to that point? And it's really good to see him evolve from basically just you you know, some some a kid who the Imperialist Imperialists came, they destroyed his home world, and he was taken in by this, I, I don't, what are they, treasure hunters, or whatever the fuck they are. I don't know. Whatever they are, they go around stealing, you know, Imperial equipment. And, yeah. you know, they, they 
she takes him back and then he ends up, you know, being kind of this, this basically thief in a way. And then he grows from all these moments. But also what I'm getting from this episode is you're right. Nobody trusts anyone. And I don't trust anybody, especially in this show. Like, I don't know who to trust because, um, we, we've got we've got the guy who basically hired Cassie, and I don't trust him for shit yeah, because he's got his guy, own right? reasons. Yeah, and I don't think they're like all great, you know. And then you got the senator, and we we already see her waffling, so it's just like like I'm looking forward to seeing how this all pans out. And Cassian really seems to be the only one who's truthful and honest throughout this whole show. Because he's basically right. He's just like, I'm just doing it for the money. Yeah. And um, I think they've been doing a great job with that, man. I, I honestly am really locked in now. Like I said, this is this, since, the, since the first episode, I said, this is a very uh, patient show. It's going to be a lot slower. But I like that this is more like, it's different from Mandalorian. I feel like, you know, oh, yeah. I love this one is not fun at all. Like the yeah. Mandalorian. Mandalorian's is like, like we made we made our own character names for the Mandalorian. We literally called a character Baby Yoda for like most of it, and then they finally gave him a name. We're like, "Fuck that, Baby Yoda, fuck you." <laughs> so Mandalorian, yeah, Mandalorian is a lot more of a fun show, and it's really weird because so is Book of Boba Fett. Even though you think Book of Boba Fett should have been a little darker, kind of like Andor is, because. Boba Fett's a fucking bounty hunter, and that's kind of how it should be. But and he should have been in like every episode of the show named after him. But I'm not gonna go into that because that's not about that. <laughs> and I honestly believe that you know when it comes to the Mandal the Mandoverse, to all those shows with characters from the Mandoverse, whatever we'll call it, those all are serving in like a Marvel fashion. Like yeah. all of these characters have to work in the Marvel Cinematic Universe way with each other. And that's why, you know, like a big part of my complaint of season two of Mandalorian was like, I feel like this is just a jump ship. What's it called? A season where everything is needs to set up something else. And I'm like, I don't know if I vibe with this as much as I want to. I yeah. like it, but it's just like, I don't like the fact that characters are being brought in here because they're going to be getting a new show. And well, like, and that's we, all we get. We know Andor, Andor's two seasons, right? We know it's two seasons. Yeah, two seasons. It's two seasons, and it's going to be telling the story of Cassian Andor, who we know his ending already. If you've watched Rogue One, you know his ending, and you know the endings of pretty much anyone you meet in this show. (laughs) I I, I mean, I think we just saw, like, wherever K2SO comes from. um, Oh, yeah. At the end here, like, he's going to get his hands on one of them. Yeah. but yeah, like this is not supposed to be a happy show. This is like because we already know the ending for these characters. Yeah, and I really like, I, I like I said, I I think that that's kind of what helps the fact that this isn't you know chained up to something else that needs to be like like a Mando a Mando uh, what's it called a Mando show, and I think that that's what Tony Gilroy is having like not Gilroy I'm sorry uh, what's his name I can't remember his name but the showrunner. Oh crap! That's right. Damn. Hey, we did this warning. Hey, we did the warning, bro. But... <laughs> hey, if you if you showed up late to this, that's your own fault. Your own fault. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but it's true, man. Like I I think it's just been great. 
I I'm loving this uh, this 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 uh these this series now. I think that we're fully in there. I love the way that we end the 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 last episode with the uh you know let's call it what it is. Andor got fucking Cassian got fucking racial profile, bro. Yeah, he's like, wh- why are you sweating? It's fucking hot because it's the desert planet. No, I don't care. Um, yeah. wh- why were you running? I wasn't running. But you, were you with those guys? The no, I'm a tourist. Up, yeah. oh, hang, uh, hang out with them, and then apparently, um, androids don't understand slang. So, uh, hang. <laughs> yeah. So Andor almost just got killed off right there. Which, um, yeah, that would have made a whole different kind of story for Rogue One, I guess. Completely. Um, but damn, I've been loving it, Brad. Uh, um i've been loving the episode also um i just want to spoil that luke does drink blue milk out of the tit he does which by the way they don't drink it out of the tit here though but they do drink it they put in some Um, cocoa puffs though (laughs) i did i did want to bring up though something like last uh three episodes ago that i didn't get the chance to bring up but i thought it was such a beautiful uh, a smartly written line because it's true um remember when that one when the when the ship comes in right and they go Uh and they they kind of a little like a little bit like reference the death star there they go they always ex- they always what's it called like they talk about like how they always expect what's it called attacks from above but they never expect one from below if you think about it how did luke destroy the death star use the force yeah. to send those rays and, down and yeah yeah, and I thought that was such a smartly written line. I was like, "Oh, I love that! I love, I love how they kind of like reference the fact that, like, you know, this rebellion is gonna start in the ground bar." And that's the thing is like, whatever her, his his mom, his mom, let's be real, his kidnapper. What's it called? Um, yes, she's staying there because she believes in this, and she doesn't want to run, and she doesn't want to stay. She wants to fight for what she believes in, and she believes that the rebellion is gonna go from this small little gorilla thing. To a big, massive resistance, and it's true. It's It's true. true. This and this is the start of it. And you know, unfortunately, a lot of the characters we're getting to see now are probably not going to make it to that final resistance. Oh, they are probably not. No, probably not. But what's it called? Um, I gotta say, I think it was. Uh, I've been liking these episodes. Uh, I think they've got it. They got a good flow now. Uh, I can't wait to see where we're going from here. And yeah, I, I I just I hope K two so doesn't the rest of the season doesn't include a bad K two so let's let's get the sassy droid let's get him. no I need I need my sassy droid that's you can't see him but he's in the back there yeah he's yeah, watching he's, he's watching he's always watching right Brad mm-hmm. yeah any final thoughts here Brad before I have to go and eat dinner um was this this wasn't the finale right no no we are no. far from the finale Brad okay. Okay, so I'm looking forward to seeing how future episodes go ahead. And I, like I said, like the only character I'm trusting telling the story is Cassian. Like everyone else just feels like they're out for their own gains at this point, which, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of gives it the whole guerrilla rebellion, you know, feel to it of who do you trust in this these instances? Because everyone else that we've seen other than the ones who actually were on the ground fighting and, and doing, you know, this heist, everyone else are either senators, politicians, 
or rich. Yeah. Uh, which Brad, which to have... me means they have their own um, reasons. Yeah. We have five more episodes left, so we're good. Yeah. yeah. Plus, a second season is going to be coming soon because that's already been confirmed, and you know they're going to be filming that. So Two seasons, uh, no movie. Well, they, they already had the movie. No, they already had the movie, Brad. Remember? Actually, they had a few movies if you count. So, if you count like the rest of the Star Wars movies. So, you know. Although, can I just say the way they do the political stuff in this show is how they should have done it in the prequels? Oh, yeah. Because they make the political shit in this show actually kind of interesting just watching it. And in the prequels, it was not interesting. Yeah, Brad. Um, and that's why I gotta say, like, that's kind of these things that are have been like really interesting to me about the show, but also like keeping me kind of like because I can't I can't sit here and say this has been in, entirely like a really like well paced show and stuff because it is a bit slow from here and there. No, but um, like you said, like, it's a very patient show, and yeah. um, I feel like you know it's it's gonna it's gonna be kind of like uh, Rings of Power has been. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a build up, build up, and then it had that big climactic, you know, scene for it. I feel like this is that. Like we we get build up, build up, climactic scene, build up, build up, climactic scene. I feel like that's what this show is. Yeah. So, Brad, that's it. I'm gonna put the banner down and we're done talking about Andor. And with that said, we would like to thank you all so much for sticking around with us here. Of course, we'll be back on Sunday to talk about the House of the Dragon. Season finale. Brad's busy tomorrow, so there's no going to be no show tomorrow. Plus, not any other, you know, nothing really to really talk about. But what's it called? I I, I hope uh, I hope y'all had a good time. I hope y'all enjoyed. Thank you to everybody who was in chat with us, and yeah. I'm really excited for where we're going next week. We got like five episodes left, so we got a lot of Andor to talk about. So without further ado, um, I don't know, man. Brad, let's, let's get him out of here, man. All right, Ron. Thank you, host, as always. Thank you to all those who joined us in chat today. Thank you to all our listeners out there, all our patrons. Words. We appreciate each and every one of you. And to end this episode, um, all I gotta say is, you know, don't try to double cross and make up a fake brother with a fake farm and all that bullshit, cause uh, that'll get your ass shot. You can go to Damn straight. <laughs>